It is no secret that the travel industry has undergone some major changes in the past few years. And even though it is back and booming, so much of why and how we travel has changed. Welcome to Travel Redefined. I'm Sarah Dandeshi and I'm your host, and I'm excited to talk to thought leaders in the hospitality and travel space for insight on the future of travel. All right, welcome back to another episode of Travel Redefined. Today is going to be really interesting because uh, it's actually something I'm very passionate about. As I have such a long history of working in the hospitality industry, and so much of how I earned my income was from tips. And let's be honest, if we are all paying attention to the world that we are living in right now, so many more people are not carrying cash on them. Even I am guilty of that. Somebody who made cash so much for a living, so much of my life for a living, and I don't even have cash on me. And what happens when they end up going to different hotels or other hospitality venues? I realize, oh my gosh, I don't have cash to tip. This is really frustrating. So um, I'm sure a lot of you guys can identify with that problem. And that's why today's conversation is going to be really great. I'm also very good friends with them. But um, today, without further ado, I want to welcome today's guest, Robert Pederuti, who is the co-founder of eTip, which is the cashless and digital tipping platform. And uh, Robert, thanks for joining us today. Sarah, thank you so much for having me. <laughs> I've been so excited to be in this podcast. What better way to showcase to the world our kooky dynamic than on a podcast? Uh, <laughs> exactly. I promise not to embarrass you too much. Oh, no, no. no guarantees. Yeah. <laughs> I only have one request. Embarrass me. No. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, um, so, you know, I'm excited to have you on today because a lot has changed in the industry over the past few years. I know I noticed it myself when I was still working at the concierge desk, which for ref frame of reference for everyone tuning in, I was still working at a concierge desk up until March of 2020. So when I say like I'm coming really from the front lines of travel, that really was not that long ago. Um, and I was noticing these changes over the years leading up until then. Um, but uh so we're talking about, you know, in general, we're seeing more and more people not having as much cash on them. So want to go ahead and throw this to you, Robert. I want to hear a little bit more about what you're working on with eTip and, and how it maybe even like came about as this cashless tipping solution for the hospitality industry. Yeah, ab absolutely. So just taking a step back at the industry at large. In the last 10 years alone, I think our research has pointed to a around a 72% decline in cash transactions like tips, uh, which has obviously affected two key types of people. If you really think about the tipping economy, which obviously encompasses the hospitality sector, but also travel, lodging, you know, restaurants, valet, entertainment businesses, it's affected um, obviously the millions of service staff in the forms of lost wages due to the a decrease in cash tips, kind of an increase in, in turnover. Uh, costs for businesses. And then, of course, just like increases in levels of stress among uh, staff members who have to rely on um, an increase in responsibility as a result of this high, uh, this high uh, turnover among staff members that just depart and, and are never seen again at, a, at their place of work. So that's one part uh, and one uh, group of people that this has affected, but it's really overlooked and it's kind of because it's, it's hard to quantify, I think, the, the impact um, negatively that it's had on the millions of service businesses that employ these staff, right? That have yeah. to then resort to um, 
spending a lot more time hiring to replace departed staff and less time kind of providing services to guests and customers. So we what at eTip, what we're doing is via our flagship products, kind of um, alleviating the pain points rep, uh, expressed by both uh, sides of the market, the staff and then the than the uh, managers of the staff um, via, like you said, Sarah, cashless, appless, and contact-free tipping review platform. So that's very much what we've done. Um, we've uh, we were one of the first in, in in the market, and it's and it's so nice that uh, over over the months, I think the 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 use of our platform has both increased and then the demand from people who are not who are not using it and discovering it as kind of a a necessary um, a necessary piece of innovation to bring. Uh, to their business are acknowledging the value um, from from companies that are. So we're very, very excited about that. It, it is exciting. And I also think it's kind of perfectly timed in the sense that, you know, um, you know, prior to 2020, obviously, you know, we there was this huge discussion in the hospitality industry of like, how do we increasingly add more technology to service without losing like the high touch element of of hospitality and then you know sad to say but actually working to our advantage is that during the pandemic we went and saw a touchless everybody wanted touchless there were this trend so all of those people that may have been late to the game were dragging their feet on um either using more touchless or mobile options in all different worlds of hospitality we're now like they, they had to do that. You had people as simple, something as simple as people getting used to looking at um, restaurant menus uh, on their phone screen and using a QR code to more people using mobile check-ins, et cetera. So I actually feel like because of this trend and users are more on board, it's actually kind of perfectly timed with everything that you all are developing, correct? Absolutely. No, it's, it's a very good point. I think that the the rise of QR codes has definitely been kind of a boon, a boon for us or the yeah. kind of the, the, the emergence of them, I think, after being kind of unpopular for several years before the pandemic. Obviously, the pandemic has kind of spurred the need to incorporate more contactless uh, digital solutions to do everyday things like order from a menu, like you said, or access certain services at a hotel. That's exactly what we've seen. I think that those small kind of behavioral changes um, in society have um, have uh, made adoption of an, of a solution like eTip really easy among um, among customers. I think what we've also discovered is that um, there's just been such a greater acknowledgement of technology as like a a, a way to alleviate uh, things like turnover and and like um, decreases in um, retention among key staff members and and uh, the adoption of of these solutions among uh, managers is something that has been has been much uh, is obviously very helpful for a solution like ETIP because managers, I think, are a lot less risk averse, right? They're 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 grappling for new for the new innovations in the market. Of course, which actually kind of brings me to um, my next question because you touched on it a little bit. Um, obviously, you know the industry as a whole is seeing a lot of challenges these days. Um, GMs, in particular, are having a hard time recruiting talent right now. Uh, you kind of touched on this that we are seeing this. How how is this kind of um, like, what are you seeing and maybe how does like ETIP kind of work with that? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a, it's, it's a massive problem. It's the, the whole issue of employee turnover has been quite 
ubiquitous and and uh, it was it was very universal even before the pandemic but i think the what the pandemic has done is it's obviously increased uh turnover to something as high as like 70 to 80 percent yearly for these businesses which is crazy but it's also kind of brought these struggles to light right uh before they weren't really they weren't really spoken about it was something that was that was um observational in the hospitality industry but not not um not really there there wasn't much done about it i think from a technology standpoint but in terms of turnover i think regardless of your of region uh, business scale right the occupancy levels every single general manager if you take hotels for example are struggling with this right um our subslogan at at etip if you will is helping hoteliers better attract retain and motivate staff members and that's exactly what we've what we've seen hotels um struggle to do yeah. Um, and the way I kind of quanti- the way I kind of classify technology solutions and meeting these needs is both tangible and intangible solutions, right? Tangible solutions being like something like a tipping module, something that you could see like the immediate effects of, right? But intangible solutions are things like um, ratings and reviews, right? That you asked about, um, I think, in our conversation that we had a couple of weeks back, uh, basically in the effort to increase the motivation of current staff members, right? And how man- how managers best utilize those modules um, beyond just like simply increasing hourly wages, um, given that this is a, a fintech platform at the end of the day. So um, that is something that we've we've been able to see. But because the pandemic has brought these struggles to light, like I said before, I think managers are a lot less a lot less um, uh, conservative when it comes to adopting new solutions and trying things out, right? To, yeah. to alleviate pain points. So you're you're bringing up like a really good point, um, and it it is all about you know helping you know, attract and retain employees, obviously, you know, and, and this, you know, certainly works with what you guys are doing over at ETIP as far as like the financial motivation. But um, I mean, what are you just seeing like from an outside perspective and, um, you know, just even from your experience, what do you think that, what what do you think are other things that maybe could be like implemented or, or business should be thinking about to help um, attract and retain those employees outside of just the chance to earn more money. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, so it's something that we think about from a product perspective all the time, right? So I have the the privilege, I always say, of like looking at hospitality from kind of like a, a bird's eye view, right? Because I come from you know where I'm we're clearly building a technology company that's that with an application being hospitality and travel. So I can see from customer testimonials and and interviews, and of course talking to to prospects looking to adopt a solution like this. Um, what else they've been looking at, right? And and uh, I think, and back to my like my dual categorization I mentioned before, tangible solutions like helping uh, helping staff increase their hourly wages are all fine and good. They're very they're they're really easy to quantify and kind of discern the value of. But there's so many other solutions that, like I said before, increase motivation among staff members in a less tangible way, right? Something like employee motivation and even turnover cost savings are themselves really hard to quantify. Yeah, they're really hard. To, you kind of it's kind of hard to look at um, exactly how much a solution like a rating and re- a really on the ground um, robust rating and review uh, platform really helps increase motivation. Um, but it's easier to quantify kind of like an increase in hourly wages. So I think what I've seen in tr- uh, in terms of um, extra adoption in the market has been other qualitative solutions right like better ratings and reviews maybe more on the ground rating systems for for staff members uh to be able to uh, basically give guests the opportunity to really tell tell them uh what they think 
um, in the moment and maybe not even after their after their stay kind of on the ground and and all of, of course what we call those micro insights are brought to brought to uh, a manager uh, for viewing on like a manager dashboard at the end of the day right and which are very actionable insight so that's basically what i've been seeing and how how adoption has changed well and i love that because again you're talking about it it's kind of like you're getting that real-time feedback but i you know i think as well it not only is it the real-time feedback but then it it there's a sense of accountability, I think, that it also um, gives employees. And then with that accountability, there's this ownership, you know, that mm. they, they are representing, you know, the property that they are at um, and what they do has an impact. And they can see that immediate impact through, you know, those immediate ratings and reviews. And, and I think the plus side is with that sort of sense of ownership for what they're doing and how they're contributing, they feel like they're part of something bigger. And I think that again, if you if you feel like you're part of something bigger, you you, you want to stay there. You're you're you see the vision um, for whatever that company is. So that also I think adds to it as well too, because you you don't feel like you're just like a cog in the machine. Like you know you know the value that you bring to the company. That's that's totally true. That's one way I think again from a product perspective, and 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 after talking to so many. Again, hoteliers, and not not to plug ETIP continually, but um, even I think exploring other other pain points in the market. That's what I've been seeing. It's it's also a way that I think ratings and reviews have gone continually underutilized in the market, right? And how they're collected. Everyone I think always talks about ratings and reviews as kind of a cookie cutter uh, cookie cutter concept that always like follows a a transaction, a point of sale experience. Uh, an experience, a cert, like providing a service, something. But I think that not that ratings and, and reviews have not been used to their fullest extent to inform managers, but they've been really underutilized when informing um, staff members on how they can improve improve their service, but also improve their careers too. And I think what we've been discovering at at ETIP, building this this flagship product um, centered around cashless tipping and reviews, is is kind of acknowledging that once you once you uh, uh, increase the profiles of staff members and and help and help them uh, market themselves as independent and individual service providers at their place of work. Um, you kind of foster a team camaraderie, you know, among, among a team, which is really nice for um, again, like you said, uh, making it clear that all these team members and this and the general manager and everyone really working at a property is part of something bigger, uh, yeah. which is which is very nice. And I think guests over time recognize that and they're and they, they, and they resonate with that more and their experience i think is enhanced as a result and you know you, you got me thinking as you're actually talking about ratings and reviews and traditionally speaking if you're looking at like reviews or or sort of ratings i feel like a strong majority of the time the people or guests you know or customers are going to leave a rating if it's a bad experience if they have a good experience they don't, they're like, eh, whatever. They don't necessarily, they're not necessarily compelled to write something unless that's their thing. And some people that it is their thing or unless whatever happens goes above and beyond. They're like, this has to be documented. But that, that amount of people that are like, this has to be documented versus the number of people that just want to go online and complain. Um, I don't feel like it's a proportionate amount. So that's why it's traditionally speaking, you know, people are always like, okay, well, keep in mind you know, to keep that in mind when you are looking at reviews and ratings, because that's generally how how people like express themselves. But of course, the other side of things is, is like people are if they have a good experience or a great experience, they're definitely inclined to tip. 
they might not necessarily go and write something. So it's this really interesting dynamic that people have no problem tipping if they have a pleasant experience. But like, and it, the threshold doesn't even have to be that high versus the threshold might have to be higher if they're going to actually leave a positive review. So it is this interesting dynamic of kind of combining the two worlds that maybe somebody doesn't necessarily leave a review, but they left like a $20 tip and you're like, well, that's indicative of something impressive, whatever it is. So kind of understanding the whole landscape, combining, you know, the amount that people are diverse and uh, then also the reviews out there, I think even gives almost some more holistic approach to what, um, what employees are doing, if that makes sense. It's a, it's a good, it's an interesting thought. I mean, I haven't thought about it that way, honestly, in terms yeah. of like the threshold or the level at which people are willing to leave a review. Right. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, I, after reading your book, which by the way, I have here above me, I shameless plug for your reviews. You could have this as your thumbnail. Okay. I want, I want to, um, oh my goodness. almost like this was above me and I was preparing to, to bring it out and, and lower it for all of your viewers. Oh, um, but anyway, no, what I was, the reason why I'm mentioning that is because you talk about this a lot, right? the 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 level at which you know people are uh staff members um are willing to to or sorry guests are willing to recognize you know good performers right um and an interesting thing that i'm that i'm thinking of now is that what if by you can lower this level at which people are willing to leave a review if the ratings and reviews are immediately serviceable to the staff member well, right okay, yeah. they're able to be action so because just like i said before about tangible and intangible products um, or or products with like intangible versus tangible um, impacts, right? Um, you can make the you can make the rating and review a lot more of a tangible impact if you if you put it in front of the staff member immediately, right? And if you don't if you don't it doesn't have to go through a a general manager and um uh and as like a middleman then relayed kind of secondhand to the staff member that might I think would it would definitely change the way service is provided to a guest. And therefore, lower the level at which uh, guests are willing to leave that rating and review, which is really, which is really cool. Yeah, um, it, it is yeah, interesting. Kind of like the junction between two worlds, you know. Yeah, add, yeah. add your book above me, you know, just out of coincidence, I guess. Yeah, out of coincidence. Oh, I love that. No, but the final thoughts on the industry as a whole. Okay, so we've considered like current shifts in travelers, like maybe their mindsets, their goals, obviously combined with what you guys are seeing. How do you see, and this ties into the name of this show, how do you see travel being redefined? It's a good, a very good question. And I, um, I mean, reading your, uh, when, I, when I came across the title of your podcast, it got me thinking about exactly this question, right? Like what, what exactly does this connote? Yeah, I think it connotes a couple of different things. Um, so one, so like I said before, I think I have the privilege of building a, um, helping to build a technology company servicing hospitality and technology. I can, like I said before, I have a bird's eye view on, um, on a lot of the pain points that are expressed by, by members of the industry, right? Owners, staff members, et cetera. One thing I will say is that staff or uh, guests are becoming increasingly more thoughtful about the products and the services they consume. Right, especially the younger generations, the Gen Zers, my generation, the millennials, um, or our generation, the millennials. I'm sorry, I don't want to. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm with you. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, no, I don't want to complete complete inclusivity. Um, they, I think, we are becoming very conscious about the about the services we're provided. We want to make sure that beyond just having a grand old time at a hotel. I mean, you travel a lot. You can maybe attest to this. We also want to make sure that. 
hey, are the people being treated fairly, right? Uh, how about the products that we consume uh, across the hotel property? Uh, what is the what was the uh, what was the journey of those products? I think from from uh, going from you know production all the way to how we consume them, right? There the same trend kind of exists and increasingly in e-commerce. There's really no way. Uh, there's no reason to assume that it won't persist into hospitality, especially in the wake of the COVID pandemic. So I think that's one way. I think travel is very much redesigned or re redefined rather. And something that will trickle down and influence uh, what technology solutions people use, right? Because as a as a more socially aware and conscious traveler, I might be a lot more um, a lot more encouraged to make sure that everyone around me, not just myself and the people I'm traveling with immediately, are enjoying the experience and having um, not only a ethical, I think, an ethically like uh, fair and consistent time. Um, but also you're doing your part and making sure that the industry is, is uplifted, right? Because I think people are a lot more interconnected uh, nowadays um, and a lot more um, a lot more knowledgeable about about current events happening in our industry as well, you know, and in the labor crisis and the cash and the, and the cash shortage, everything. So that's one way I think, and I've gotten that from a lot of our conversations with customers, travelers are a lot more, um, are, are a lot different now, which of course yeah. affects travel and the whole exactly. industry. Uh, no, I, I I agree wholeheartedly. And it's always interesting to see because obviously, you know, everybody that comes on this show has a little bit of a different position in how they are working within the travel and hospitality space. So everybody has a little bit of a different insight on this, which is why I love this question. But you bring up a really, really valid point at understanding the pulse of of the travel space and what people are, what travel consumers are 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 kind of opting for and what the, what's at top of mind for them. So, um, so I know we've shared a lot of information that would, is definitely going to be very informational, informational for, um, the hospitality professionals that are tuning in, but we also have a lot of people that just love to travel and they just want to find out a little bit more about the industry. So to kind of, you know, give a nod, a nod to them, um, they always want insights on the travel industry, especially from those of us working in the space. So any advice and tips that you can share with maybe travel consumers, like, any tips that I could share? Totally. No, no. Like, <laughs> um, I don't know. How do you pack? I'm kidding. Not that. No, like, exactly. No, I cannot. I am admittedly a very disorganized packer. That's why I rely on you, Sarah. That's why you are my friend. I could literally just, I can access any of your videos and understand what exactly to bring anywhere I yeah. go. Um, I, I came back from Dubai recently and I was watching a few of your videos on on a few different things that I needed to know. And it was, it was informative. And without them, um, <laughs> I'd be, you know, just a little bit more in the dark. Um, cause I, you know, that's just me as you know, uh, but back to your question, insights into the, into the travel, um, industry. I think that, um, I, I, again, I'm partial again, and it sounds like a plug in terms of uh, technology solutions at hotels and places that, that I, that we, that we all kind of frequent restaurants, entertainment businesses, valets, but I would, um, I think insights is that, uh, are that these legacy industries that I call them, right. Um, are being continually upended by the latest innovations, right? I think ETIP is just the latest example of that, but there will be others, right? And of course, as ETIP grows and expands its 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 capabilities um, that we have a lot of, by the way, stay tuned. Yeah. Uh, I think that travelers will, without being inundated, be be uh, will, will, will be able to have the opportunity to interface with a lot of these new technologies for the benefit of, again, not just themselves, but also I think the general travel ethos as well, right? For staff members advocating for managers um, and of course given the feedback loop 
having a directly positive impact on their overall experience the next time they go to the same hotel, right, that they use these technology solutions at. Uh, so that's that's a big piece of insight. And of course, like I said before, it's like the third time I'm saying, it, excuse me, but I have a, a good, uh, I have, you know, I'm always grateful for the view that I have into the travel industry from where I sit. And I can see, I think, the complete influx of new technologies um, spurred by the pandemic, but here to stay. You know, not just they're not just seasonal things. Uh, so I'm very excited about that. That's a big, a big, vague, but 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 very real piece of insight that I'm that I'm really excited to see um, come to fruition. Well, and I agree. I couldn't agree more because, I mean, that's a little bit of a, a separation, but it's like I know how hard it was for even hotels to get, you know, guests to download an app to do a mobile check in and how much easier it is like the Like I. I, and that's separate, obviously, you know, from what you guys are doing, but just talking about this adoption of of technology that I'm like, I can be on my plane and like check in for my room, right. which is amazing. Or one of the things I love, especially because a big change we're seeing is um, a lot of hotels, for example, aren't doing automatic housekeeping. Um, I, you know, obviously there are exceptions to that, but in general, we're seeing a lot of them say, we'll do housekeeping. You just have to request it. Well, of course, you're out and about, you're doing your stuff. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, I left the hotel this morning and I forgot to request it. And then cool, you can just pull up your phone and press a button. Next thing you know, you can request it and it's being handled while you're out enjoying yourself. So that's a simple way, but I think that that's a great, a great tool. Is that, so for those that are, are you know traveling, really see what those offerings are because they have been expertly designed to streamline your travel experience. So take advantage of them, see what works for you, what doesn't work for you. But again, it's all about um, making the travel experience easier and not necessarily replacing the, the human aspect. So um, I love that, that insight that you were sharing. So, well, to kind of like wrap things up here, because we talked about a lot of interesting things and, and I love this and you, you've definitely shared a lot about what you all are working on. And then you just kind of hinted at something. So what exciting new features or programs can our listeners be on the lookout for with ETIP? What might be next in the pipeline? You know, whatever you can share at this point. Whatever I can share. No, it's, <laughs> I, have a, I have a loud mouth, but I've been, uh, I've been instructed by my team to, to keep it in check, um, as, you, as you know. Okay. Um, keep it exactly, just be a little bit, a little bit cagey. Um, no, but that, that is a very good question. I think we have a lot, a lot in the pipeline, um, and especially this summer, I think it's going to be a very exciting time for, um, for ETIP as a, as a product organization and, and being able to service our current customers with, with upgrades to their, to the, to the platform as we, as we know it now. And then of course, going forward, um, as, uh, we have a couple very interesting, I think, um, enterprise, uh, partnerships at, at play, which will allow us to kind of bring ETIP to more and more people and more managers. Um, just greater, uh, uh, just a, a much more robust platform. What I will say is uh, in the pipeline, uh, we are uh, partnered with Visa uh, Direct to basically expand our instant payout capabilities, which I'm very excited about. Uh, that will basically, again, I think, uh, uh, satisfy a big pain point in the market, which is to move money faster, you know, on demand, off cycle to staff members that really need it. And that's yeah. going to be, it's going to have a, like I said before, given my, my previous categorization, have a very uh, tangible kind of discernible effect on, um, on, on staff members' financial wellness. And then of course, uh, as a result, their overall levels of motivation and therefore retention. So I'm very excited about that piece. A couple other things in the pipeline and I'll, uh, I'll kind of encourage, encourage all your viewers to, 
keep your keep your uh, eyes and, eel, and ears uh, peeled for, for yeah yeah exactly no I love that that's certainly some, some exciting things that are that are going on um, so definitely love that so uh, this has been such a great conversation thank you so much Robert I for really joining enjoyed us it. I mean as I said this you. It's something that I am very passionate about just because I know firsthand um, the the tipping industry. I mean, it was so much a part of how I made my living and and to see how things have had declined over the 15 years of me just like working as a concierge, for example, how much I was able to make and then how much I just really wasn't making the same in cash. And it's like, wait, that's my salary. I'm reliant on that. So it's so nice that we are seeing these um technology options like yourself um, and what ETIP is doing to really kind of fill, bridge that gap. That is, it's, it's, it's where it's the future of the tipping industry, so to speak. So um, I love what you guys are doing. So I'll be sure. So thank you so much for joining us today and, and sharing everything. Thank you. I was going to say that your your uh, overall experience, I think has just added so much context and insight and give us yeah. and given us such a great, I think, background and of and like wealth of experiences to draw from when we build our product. Because, like you just said before, this was very much your life. It continues to be yeah. your, obviously now kind of a leader, a leader in the in the industry. And um, so, thank you, I think, and no, for having me. No, really appreciate. It. I no, hope no, I didn't embarrass you too much. I, no, I actually I it, there was nothing embarrassing that happened. I know, oh I know. It's fail, I fail on my part. Share my most embarrassing tipping story. No, I'm kidding. That'll be a story exactly. for another day. Exactly. Another day. The next time. The next time. Exactly. Um, well, thanks for everybody that has tuned in. I hope that you got some interesting insight out of today's conversation. Um, and it's inspired you to think a little bit differently about the future of travel and maybe how travel is being redefined. If you guys want to find out more about eTip, I'll be sure to share some information in the show notes and way to also get in touch with Robert as well, too. So thank you all for tuning in and see you guys next week for another exciting conversation. Well, there you have it. Thank you for tuning in to Travel Redefined. Hopefully you've taken away something from this week's guests and that you too are excited to see how travel is evolving. Don't forget to leave a review if you enjoyed today's episode and subscribe so that you won't miss out on the amazing conversations to come. And until next time, keep on traveling. <laughs>